Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. For five years on your new windows, visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. On we go to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Tracking rain that could be moderate to heavy at times here this evening in the early part of the night. We do have a flood watch up that continues until 6 a.m. Saturday and could see some tidal flooding along with urban flooding, a half to one inch of rain expected. Wind advisory for the day on Saturday. Temperatures this evening, upper 40s to lower 50s across the area. I'm 7 News. Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And radar is showing some light to moderate rain through much of the area. 49 in Alexandria, Penn Quarters, 48-45 right now in Columbia. It's 6-59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. It's a two-hands-on-the-wheel kind of night with rain and wind spreading all across the D.C. region. Stay with your First Alert Weather Station, WTOP all evening. Big news. The commander is hiring 49ers executive Adam Peters as their new head of football operations. New tonight, an employee of a Howard County aftercare program is charged with sexual abuse. A plan for more green space in D.C. in the form of a pocket park. We're excited about it. I'm Nick Ainelli. I'm Wall Street for the day. The Dow was down 118. NASDAQ up three. S&P up four. At seven o'clock. Midwest winter weather blast. You know, all you can do is stay in the house and just shiver. President Biden comments on a series of strikes on Houthi rebel bases in Yemen. Sentence sought for a Buffalo supermarket shooter. That's rounds enough to pursue the death penalty. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuiper. Snow in the country's midsection. Blizzard and winter storm warnings stretch across the upper Midwest. In Waukee, Iowa, they've been stocking up on supplies. It's pretty crazy out there. It took me probably about 10 minutes to even get into the lot. Milk, bread, eggs, toilet paper, water. The weather has prompted Republican presidential hopefuls to call off Iowa campaign events ahead of Monday's caucuses. CBS's Jen Clark is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There are near blizzard conditions uh, around here right now, especially in areas to the north. Schools are closed. Power lines are down. There are some traffic lights out. Public Works is doing a great job trying to get those back up. Police are also doing a great job directing traffic. This weekend, it will feel like 20 to 30 below zero in the Midwest. Some migrants had been facing a deadline to move out of Chicago-run shelters next week, but according to Mayor Brandon Johnson... So to be clear, we're not evicting new arrivals um, out, out in the cold this winter. Uh, our mission is to continue to live up to our values um, as we welcome new arrivals. Um, we'll continue to meet this challenge. Illinois' governor has asked Texas Governor Greg Abbott to stop sending migrants up north. President Biden says after U.S. and British airstrikes on Houthi targets in Yemen in retaliation for Red Sea ship attacks. We will make sure that we respond to Houthis and they continue this outrageous behavior along with our allies. Mr. Biden says he does not believe the airstrikes have caused any civilian casualties. More from CBS's Willie James Inman. Coalition aircraft dropped more than 100 precision-guided bombs in more than 16 locations, including the capital city of Sanaa, command centers, missile and drone launch sites, and air defense systems. The Houthis are vowing retaliation, prompting the U.S. Navy to warn American ships to stay out of the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden for the next 72 hours. 
Federal prosecutors say they'll seek the death penalty in a federal hate crimes case against a white supremacist in a deadly Buffalo supermarket shooting. Mark Talley, whose mother was among the 11 killed, says he's not upset with prosecutors' decision, but... If God willing, I live to 80, he lives to 80, I would have preferred to see him tortured for the rest of his life in prison. Michael Moore, Los Angeles police chief since 2018, says he is retiring at the end of February. On Wall Street, stocks closed mixed. The Dow closed down 118 points. The Nasdaq rose three. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 7.03 here on WTOP, Friday evening, January 12th, 2024. Steady rain in places 49 in Alexandria. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Here we go again with more rain and wind. Expecting about a half inch of rain up to an inch, and there's a flood watch in effect. 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Steve Rudin. Once we get all the wet weather out of the way this evening, tomorrow is going to be a very windy day. We already have wind advisories posted for most of the area. Could be looking at wind gusts upwards of 40 to 50 miles per hour, and that's going to give us wind chill factors only in the upper 20s to middle 30s. Taking a look at radar right now, D.C. and some of the close-in suburbs are actually spared the heaviest rain at this hour, but certainly through most of Prince William County, western parts of Fairfax County, southern Loudoun County, and then on the other side of the metro area into Howard County, parts of Montgomery and Frederick County getting some rain tonight. These systems, as we put the radar into motion, are all pushing from southwest to northeast across our area, and we expect many hours of this, plus the high winds. Keep it here. WTOP, your first alert weather station throughout the evening for the latest. Well, only days after firing the head coach, Ron Rivera, the Washington commanders have made a substantial new hire to start the weekend. Adam Peters is the new head of football operations. Peters had been the assistant GM for the San Francisco 49ers for seven years. He's 49 years old and was considered a top contender for this commander's job. The Chargers and Raiders were also interested in him. WTOP Sports Director, Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace talks about finding a head coach now that Peters is in place. George gets into the mindset of the new team owner, Josh Harris. They have these interviews, some in person. The coaching interviews have started to be virtual, especially with guys that are still in the playoffs. But if you have Harris and Rick Spielman and Bob Myers, and then for the second round of interviews, they brought in Mitch Rails and Magic Johnson. So just imagine the room that you know, you're trying to lock these guys in. Imagine that walking into a room like that. So I would imagine that it's a high-energy situation. And look, he wanted to get it done quickly, but he also wanted to get it done right. And I think that is key here. They're not rushing into anything, but they've identified what they want to do, and step one is complete, and it's a big one. Stay with us here and at WTOP.com for continuing coverage of the big changes with the commanders this offseason. The district may be losing more than the Caps and Wizards moving to Alexandria in a few years. Georgetown's men's basketball team could be headed across the river as well to play in that same newly built facility. NBC4 reports if the deal to build that sports arena at Potomac Yard goes through, the Hoyas would be part of the agreement. An internal report obtained by News 4 reveals the plan, which includes Georgetown hoops. It shows that it needs that team to be part of the move to make the funding work. The deal also includes moving dozens of large concerts and other events currently held at Capital One Arena in downtown D.C. The whole package still needs approval by the Virginia legislature and the Alexandria City Council.
New this evening on WTOP, an employee of the Glenwood Country Day School, a preschool in Woodbine in Howard County, is charged with child sex abuse. Howard County police say 31-year-old Damian Patterson of Elkridge is facing multiple counts of sex offenses involving contact with an 11-year-old child. Patterson has worked in the before and after care programs and summer camps for a couple of years there. Police say the victim told a friend about the abuse last week. The friend then told an adult who called police. Patterson was arrested yesterday. Investigators say the last incident happened this past summer. Now 707 on WTOP. Some parts of D.C. don't have a lot of green space. That's why local advocates are working to build what they call a pocket park in northeast in the Union Market area. The land is unused right now, but that could be changing. D.C.'s Parks and Recreation Department is in talks to build a 40,000-square-foot park near 4th Street and New York Avenue in northeast. We're excited about it. Reginald Shaw Richardson is leading a community effort to get that park built. We think that it can get done. We've got some great people on board. This will be more than a dog park. It'll be a community park, a child's play area, and a dog park as well. Shaw Richardson says he'll be reaching out to the community, looking for financial support. Though the park would cost more than $3 million to build, and it might not be in the Parks Department budget until 2026. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Heads up if you take the blue, orange, or silver metro lines. Metro's doing more track work this long holiday weekend to impact travel on a stretch of those lines. It means the courthouse and Roslyn stations are closed through Monday. The Silver Spring station along the red line is also closed tomorrow and Sunday. There is a pro-Gaza march tomorrow in D.C. Could be 25,000 people involved at Freedom Plaza. And street closures will be in effect on Monday in parts of Southeast for the annual MLK Day Parade. Get more information on all of this at WTOP. And we're here for you every 10 minutes on the 8th with traffic and weather throughout the holiday weekend. Coming next, Amazon's third round of layoffs just this week. And a Michelin star can't always protect you from financial trouble. We've got a local case. It's 708. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Let's get right to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In the district, as the rain is now moving into the area, we have a couple of problems. Uh, long-standing crashes on eastbound 695 at the ramp uh, to get to 295, the 11th Street Bridge. And now there may be another one in the delay just after South Capitol Street eastbound. I think they may have gotten that one at their shoulder, but it's backing up the 3rd Street, uh, Street Tunnel rather badly headed southbound from New York Avenue. And uh, possible there's even one in the tunnel at this point, not quite sure. Southbound on uh, uh, DC 295, it is jammed from Burroughs Avenue, getting to a point uh, near Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, just after that point, had a crash reported near the 11th Street Bridge. But there may be another one in the delay. It's really hard to pinpoint all these accidents that we have that uh, tend to happen in that area quite frequently, especially when it rains. There are no cameras there for us to see. And around the Beltway, it's all but cleared out. Just brief slowdowns here and there, both in Maryland and in Virginia. Uh, in Maryland, on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, some volume delays here and there, especially on the BW Parkway. 95 is all but cleared out. 270 is running pretty well. Uh, 50 out to the Bay Bridge. That is without delay. 95 in Virginia, southbound, had a crash uh, before Lorton on the left shoulder getting attention. Then it slows again, uh, southbound getting through Woodbridge and northbound from Dale City up into Woodbridge as well. And things are in pretty good shape on 66. A little bit of a slowdown getting out past Nutley and 123 on 66. The WTOP traffic studio furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 
percent off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Now we're going to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Rain has arrived and it could be moderate to heavy here, so watch your speed, watch your braking, maybe even budget a little extra time. Could get a half to one inch of rain and there may even be some potting on area roads at times. Flood watch stays up until 6 a.m. Saturday and then we'll go under a wind advisory through tomorrow afternoon. Temperatures in the 40s and 50s here this evening overnight temperatures will remain high in the 40s and 50s and then falling temperatures for the day saturday from the 50s to the 40s on down to the 30s by late evening i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center currently some of the heaviest rain falls on most of fairfax and prince william counties also parts of charles county in southern maryland and to the north and west of uh, the area we're talking uh, western maryland we're talking western montgomery county and parts of frederick county in maryland all getting rain the systems are pushing to the northeast tonight reagan national is at 47 bwi marshall 46 dulles 47 dropping into the 30s overnight we're brought to you by long fence save 25 percent on decks pavers and fences six months no payment no interest conditions apply go to longfence.com Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. The wholesale inflation report shows little for all of last year. Wholesale prices rose just 1%. Amazon is cutting 5% of its workforce in its Audible audiobook division, its third layoff announcement just this week. The Washington Business Journal says Michelin-starred chef Nick Stefanelli is facing eviction at his Greek restaurant, Philatimo, for months of unpaid rent. The Dow finished Friday's session down 118 points. For the week, the S&P 500 index gained almost 2%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. Coming up on WTOP, it's the last weekend of campaigning in Iowa for the Republican presidential candidates ahead of Monday's caucuses. But they've got a blizzard going there now. The snow, the below, freezing temperatures. Have they pretty much shut everything down? We'll take you live to Iowa with the Hill newspaper. Stay with us on WTOP at 712. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off. You know, they picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Coming up, an NBA player just waved by the Wizards, now accused of shoplifting from a Target store several times. That's on the way later this hour. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh... Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hey, son, how are you feeling? 
Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. Navigating without a compass. Eyes waiting. Started to wander. Metamorphosis. Philosophy without choice. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 714, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thank you very much for being with us again tonight on WTOP. Campaign 2024, we've reached that final weekend of campaigning for the GOP presidential candidates ahead of Monday's Iowa caucuses. But the weather is downright dangerous and in some cases impassable. It's led to many in-person events becoming virtual. Let's take you live to Iowa tonight. Julia Manchester is on the line with us, national politics reporter for The Hill. Welcome back, Julia. Are you in Des Moines or another part of the state tonight? I am in Des Moines. I've been in downtown Des Moines for most of the day today. Originally, we had plans to, you know, go follow our own Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, but those events were canceled or postponed. So, you know, a lot of the campaigns have been put on hold, at least for today. Um, the most recent piece of news is that the Trump campaign announced that most of its events this weekend until Monday will be teletown halls um, instead. So he was scheduled to hold rallies in Atlantic and Sioux City in the western part of the state tomorrow but it looks like as for now those can those uh, events will be called off okay so whether you are the the one in the powerful position and leading in the polls donald trump or nikki haley and ron DeSantis trying to kind of catch up and be in second place the weather uh it doesn't distinguish everybody's kind of dealing with the same thing and we know the people of iowa are, are quite hardy they know about snow and cold uh but it it seems that this may be a bridge too far for some to maybe even get out and caucus is that what you're hearing you know, it's actually interesting because we know that the blizzard happened today. Today's Friday and the caucuses are on Monday. So talking to some voters and even some strategists here in Des Moines in Iowa, they say, look, uh, you know, the blizzard probably happened at the best time if it had to happen sometime in the next few days on a Friday, because by the time we get to Monday, the roads will likely be cleared. However, there is an, uh, another obstacle, and that's going to be the very cold temperatures. In fact, the lows on Monday are expected to get in the middle uh, to high teens um, and in the negatives, I should say. So it's going to be very cold and that's without the wind chill. So the question is, are Iowans going to get out and put on their multiple layers in a winter coat to go out and caucus? The caucus is not like a primary or general election. You commit, you have to go in and participate in the caucus process. It's in person. So that could be a lot if it's going to be extremely cold weather. No, we, we uh, don't want to guarantee anything until the uh, the ballots are counted, but uh, it is uh, expected to be a Donald Trump victory night. How important then does second place become? Second place becomes very important because we know that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, although they're clearly battling former President Trump, they're battling each other for second place. And we've seen a lot of polling come out in the past few days that shows Nikki Haley usurping Ron DeSantis for that second place. There was a Suffolk University poll of Iowa caucus goers or likely Iowa caucus goers that showed her ahead of DeSantis in Iowa by seven points. And then, of course, in New Hampshire, that lead is even bigger. But an important update from the DeSantis campaign, they're actually the day after the Iowa, Iowa caucuses, they say they're going to head straight to South Carolina in an effort to improve their standing in Nikki Haley's home state. Oh, interesting. Uh, did you see anything unusual today or just a lot of people hunkering down and shoveling snow? 
<laughs> a lot of people hunkering down and shoveling snow. You know, just, I guess, living in Washington, D.C., in the Washington, D.C. metro area, it's been a while since we've gotten <laughs> a good snow. So I guess the, um, you know, constant snowfall and the state of the roads, even in a city like Des Moines that's very used to dealing with snow, um, it was unusual to see some of the plows uh, struggling to keep up a little. Fascinating. Well, thank you very much for a bit of your time, Julia. Have a a great weekend there covering the caucuses, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Dimitri. That's Julia Manchester, live from Des Moines, Iowa, ahead of the caucuses. Of course, the candidates would have loved to have gotten out and and shaken a bunch more hands this weekend, but a blizzard is getting in the way of that. Top stories on WTOP. The commanders hire 49ers executive Adam Peters as their new head of football operations. Federal prosecutors seek the death penalty against the white supremacist gunman who killed 10 black people in a Buffalo supermarket. Keep it here for details. We're getting back to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, listener finds the crash southbound on DC 295 just before Pennsylvania Avenue. That is blocking the left lane. And traffic is quite slow headed southbound from Burroughs Avenue getting to that. Beyond that, you're good to go on 295, but eastbound 695 before the 11th Street Bridge also had a crash. And now it's gotten slower again out of the 3rd Street Tunnel. This time to go continue south on 395 toward the 14th Street Bridge. May have something near Potomac Park, uh, a spot where things do tend to happen uh, in the district. Now, on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, you're doing quite well, but in Maryland, inner loop of the Beltway in Montgomery County, after 355, listener finds a crash along the right side, and on 270, all is quiet. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is doing okay, and in Virginia, southbound traffic slows on 95 from Newington to Lorton with a crash on the left shoulder. Other than that, a bit of a slowdown uh, coming along on 95 southbound and headed through Woodbridge. But things are generally pretty good, just a bit slow getting up on the northbound side. I think we might have a new problem, though, northbound now, uh, a crash northbound uh, after Prince William Parkway on 95. Traffic has gotten awful slow coming up from Dale City to that point. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. A flood watch is in effect through your overnight until 6 a.m. Saturday, and a wind advisory will go up starting at 7 a.m. and continue until 4 p.m. Saturday. I'm tracking some moderate to heavy rain right now. Could lead to some isolated flooding. We've got rain ending just after midnight around 2 a.m. It's going to be a dry weekend, but turning much colder. It's 40s and 50s here this evening for temperatures. Temperatures will remain high through the overnight and then begin falling from the 50s to 40s tomorrow. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. In Fort Belvoir or at Fort Belvoir tonight, 50, foggy bottom 48, Silver Spring 46. And not everyone in the WTOP listening area is getting rain, but I'd say more people than not are right now with a system pushing through parts of Burke and Dale City and Waldorf, downtown D.C., much of Montgomery County, and much of Prince George's County. The systems all pushing from southwest to northeast across our area. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a guy was impersonating a police officer to scam people out of their money over the phone, and then the real police officer decided to give the crook a call. Hear how that went next on WTOP. Here's John O'Donnell, president and CEO of the Washington area New Automobile Dealers Association, talking about what you can expect at the Washington Auto Show. 
The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is always about the latest technology and new cars, but there's also going to be a lot to do in addition to that with indoor and outdoor ride and drives, an all-new kids zone, interactive driving simulators, e-bikes, classic cars, exotic cars, and real-time art from Art of Motion. We're proud that Hyundai is bringing back their exhilarating indoor test track featuring the Kona EV, the Ionique 5, and 6. Nissan will introduce a brand new EV track experience at the 2024 show where guests can ride along in their Aria Platinum. Don't miss the Washington Auto Show at the Washington Convention Center, January 19th through 28th. For tickets, go to WashingtonAutoShow.com. That's WashingtonAutoShow.com. This is WTOP News. 723 on WTOP. Former Washington Wizards guard Ryan Rollins, who was waived by the team just Monday night, is now accused of repeatedly shoplifting from a Target store. This according to a document obtained by The Athletic. Those documents reveal that Rollins stole small household items, such as groceries, body wash, and candles from a Target store in Northern Virginia seven different times. The thefts occurred between September 9th and November 9th when he was on the Wizards roster. He was charged with seven counts of larceny. The items he is alleged to have taken in uh, value are about $1,000 or less. He makes almost $2 million a year. Rollins is 21 years old. He was waived by the Wiz Monday night after he had played in 10 regular season games. Culpeper County's newest sheriff is spending his first weeks on the job trying to get things in order after the man who had the job before him was indicted. The guys were ready. The folks that work here were ready. But there were certain pieces that were missing. That's what Sheriff Tim Chilton told NBC4 when talking about his first couple of weeks on the job. Chilton's predecessor, Scott Jenkins, faces indictment for allegedly handing out auxiliary deputy sheriff's appointments in exchange for cash bribes and large donations to his re-election campaign. So one of Chilton's first moves was deciding what to do with the program. So I suspended it completely. Chilton says he still doesn't know exactly who had an auxiliary deputy badge. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Imagine answering a call from a scammer who was pretending to be you. A cop in South Carolina heard that someone was impersonating him as a way to steal cash from scared seniors, so the real sergeant left a message for the fake one. Hey, uh, Sergeant Kevin Casey, I got information for you that this is Sergeant Kevin Casey calling, all right? I don't have a thick southern accent like you. So the people that you're calling, you need to stop. Because we're going to look into this, and we're going to come and pay you a visit. The scammer eventually called back, but then hung up. Police believe this guy tried to swindle at least five people using the cop's name. Uh, even though they have the fake cop's number, it seems they still haven't caught this guy. Sports at 25 and 55. And now at 725, we're going to Frank Hanrahan. It is the dawn of a new direction for the commanders set to hire Adam Peters as their new general manager. First move in reshaping their front office under new ownership in Josh Harris. Peter Peters comes over from San Francisco where he was assistant GM for the very successful 49ers the last three years. Peters will lead uh, football operations under Harris and play a major role in hiring the team's next coach. New England has already hired a new coach, 37-year-old Gerard Mayo. He takes over for the recently departed Bill Belichick. It is Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL, and weather is going to be a factor in at least two of these games, specifically Kansas City and Miami. That's uh, first up tomorrow night from Kansas City.